Hey, welcome back, guys. This is Zoe Warren with the New American Magazine, 2A for today. I'm with Trinis. Trinis has an amazing story. Tell me a little bit about The Condemned and what, what the work you're doing right now. So CondemnedUSA.com is something I started. It originally started with an idea of we needed to get the word out. Like, the truth had to be told about January 6th. I was watching as, you know, I say brothers and sisters and patriots in this country were being hauled off to the gulag. They were extracting them from their home by gunpoint. Six o'clock in the morning raids for mostly, most of these people were taking selfies and pictures at, you know, what they thought was a big demonstration. Um, There's some people that are probably outside of their character that day. It's not my job to determine that. That's a criminal justice system thing. Well, I used to think that at least that, you know, the criminal justice system today is more criminal than justice, it seems. Um, it's very unfortunate to watch what's happened to people and see how, you know, we're operating with flashbangs and 20-person squads of FBI goons that are going in and, you know, wreaking havoc in a neighborhood and labeling these people as domestic terrorists through a shock and awe campaign that they want to label everybody a domestic terrorist and you see the DHS and what they're doing it's scary um, so that's kind of originally how we got started I was just I was kind of floundering around like this isn't the truth what you're seeing in the media I want people to know the truth I wanted to protect my character and the character of the American citizens that were there January 6th you know they're around somewhere around 2 million people you know my crowdsource app on condemnedusa.com as we have it clearly posted shows 1.7 to 2 million people in view I mean, and that's what we're, when you're running the crowdsource on the phone, or sorry, 1.5 to 1.7 in view. That's not what's behind the building or what's over there out of sight or out of range. That's crazy, right? And, and people, and you watch the media, oh, tens of thousands of violent Trump supporters, blah, blah, blah. White supremacists like yourself, right? <laughs> so. Oh, anyway, can I say that? Is that okay? You say white okay. supremacy? They call me that, so it's all good. <laughs> I, the, I, the, other, the, other op, the only other option, right? I mean, you know, we got to label you as something. Something. Yeah, you got to have an evil label, you know. You, I got to get in the FBI lexicon somehow. Oh, man, way to go. You know, well, the other way I was pretty sure I thought you might be a white supremacist. I did see it look, some, look like a prayer out of you earlier, and I was like, oh, my gosh, he's got to be a white supremacist for sure. Religious extremist. <laughs> yeah, that's religious what they call extremist, white supremacist. <laughs> yes, I, I'm aware. I get it. I live the same life. So anyway, so the reality is what we've done is we've started to say, look, I don't know about defense on this, but we're going to have to go on offense. And I say when I say offense, I don't mean guns and bombs and tanks and threats, what I'm talking about is the reality of, we want due process, we want the rights followed, we want people to have rights in this country, and people's rights are paramount. We haven't treated demonstrators in this country this way since Martin Luther King, that's the last time we saw something this abhorrent in this country. I mean, America was making a horrible mistake, they corrected it, they got right with themselves, they got right with Jesus, they got where they needed to be as a country, as a humanity, as a people, and the heart and soul of this country was breathing again, you know, and uh, we corrected that wrong. It's time to correct this wrong. You know, this isn't nearly as important as such a big issue, but it's certainly, this is the last time we saw something of this magnitude. And we're headed down this place where the brown shirts in Nazi Germany. I mean, we've seen that. And we have people in our pol politicians that are relating this to 9-11. You steal the, 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 the very velocity of that event and what happened to that many people where terrorists set out and intended to kill thousands of Americans. I think they would have liked to have killed many more. Yeah. That was their goal. People people weren't there to kill people that day. That was not what that was. And anyone that's there knows that. But when a newsreel shows you the same 40-second clip running around of a few pockets of violence of, out of millions of people, it's easy to do. So it wasn't 9-11. This isn't Normandy. This isn't D-Day. This isn't some event like this. This is more like Tiananmen Square. Yeah. Think about it in those terms. Yeah. Because this is where... 
an evil side is coming down and, and thrashing another side. And, and it's about political beliefs. And it's about a three-ring circus. They want to take down Donald Trump. They want to keep this ball in the air. You remember when we were kids and mom bringing in a balloon from somewhere? We run around the living room like, he's not going to touch the ground, right? That's where these are. That's where these evil leftists are with this idea. And I think what's interesting is even people from the left are starting to look at this and go, wait a minute, whoa. Yeah. I can't do this. I want out. I don't want to do it. Liz Warren is talking about it yeah. now. Do you know if you saw I that recently? That, no. Liz Warren said the people of January 6th need due process. This is ridiculous. Liz Warren. Man, when you get somebody like that, a leftist that's coming across the aisle saying that, I mean, man, that should be a big wake-up call. Anyone that thinks that this is a good idea, everybody thinks this kind of stuff is a good idea. Well, let's go back. Let's rewind for a second. The Patriot Act, that kind of stuff. Exactly right. When the Patriot Act came down, I'm going to be the first to admit, I left my Christian thought process and went into the idea of people were out to harm America and Americans. And if they waterboarded them and get most, so be it. That's where my head went. Well, I certainly recant on that now and say, wait a minute. Guess what? Because now I'm seeing it being used against Americans and it's not pretty. It's wrong. This is not the right way to do things. It's not consistent with our ideology. It's not consistent with being a conservative Christian based country. It's God's country belongs to the people. This has to stop and it needs to stop now. And people need to get a reality check. We need these judges to wake up. We need these prosecutors to wake up. We need everyone to wake up and realize that they're, I don't know if they're sleepwalking through this thing, but this is wrong. I'm just asking you to follow justice. And look, I think it's really this sad part is these judges are faced with some of these cases. They have to deal with what's put before them. But they don't want to bring the cases to BLM. They don't want to bring these other cases for them. They don't want to bring Antifa, you know, uh, for all the actions. They don't want to see all these horrors. That that just doesn't exist. These cases get dismissed. There's not nothing there. But they're next. Oh yeah, you will. You, you look. You don't fit the narrative right now. They'll use you. They use you. And when they're done using you, they'll get you next. Yeah. Now, if you think about what's happened in the gulags, you think about these people. I'm sickened by what I'm seeing in my country. I'm sickened by what I saw at my home. I'm sickened by what I've seen happen to my fellow citizens. And I'm sickened by those that will uphold this. This isn't, I like the constitution. I like this country. I want this law. I want a land that has a conservative Christian belief system. However, if you're a perversion of that system, a perversion of our constitution, there's a problem with you and you're the problem. Now we need that to stop. And yesterday, now due process, let's talk about that. The, oh, Dr. hello Stella Manuel. Dr. Stella, how are you? Greetings, oh wow. What do you I'm awestruck, I am starstruck. Oh. How are you? Me too. <laughs> what are y'all doing? We're having an interview. You want to join who's, us? Who's interviewing? I'm doing the interview. Inter did I just interrupt your interview? You didn't interrupt. You actually are you making the interview. the interview. <laughs> you joined the We interview. were actually just warming up for the star. <laughs> okay, so what interview And Dr. Zara is right there. She's over here hiding. Oh, so we were talking about the idea that, you know, not only the federal government, but the media can label lynch people and weaponize the government against people, cancel people. That happened to you too. For minorities like myself. <laughs> white supremacists like me. Me too, I'm a white supremacist. <laughs> they call me a white supremacist too, but well, it doesn't really matter because we know that deep down, these people are just crazy, you know? And um, like I was talking today that if we understand the death of this battle, then we start understanding why they're in lockstep in every way. Or the cancel culture. Did you ever watch Event 201? 
No. If you watch Event 201, you realize that they actually planned that they were going to do this. They were going to cancel those that were going to bring the truth. They were going to have government try to censor them and even make laws. Right now, we think that things have gotten better. But WHO, as we speak, are putting together laws that if this the next pandemic, they will take over all nations. Mm. Oh, yeah. So they are the doing all that and suspend the constitution and do whatever they want. That's treason, right? Yes, but the issue is, they are, it's not over. They, this is they did not expect such a pushback. These demons, I call them demons, because most of them are not human beings. They did not expect such a pushback from us. They did not expect the patriots to fight back. Mm -hmm. And now they are just regrouping because the devil never lets loose. Mm -hmm. You see, people see Klaus Schwab and Yuval Noah and Bill Gates and, and, and Fauci. I just see demonic demons. Because these people are not human. They are Nephilims, they are other, they are AIs or clones that are inhabited by demonic spirits. And that's what Yuval Noah is saying, not just me anymore. When I said it, they call me a conspiracy theorist. But right now, Yuval Noah is saying that they are making bodies, they are downloading brains and uploading brains. And we don't even know what that... A lot of these people that are doing this stuff, I don't think most of them are human beings. They are really just AI or other. And if we understand the death of the evil that they are, we fight from a different level. We don't look at them and realize they are human. We fight from a deep spiritual level, and that is where the problem is. Where do we have to beat them first? Is I like so. I have the good fortune, and I can say I think I can call Dr. Stella a friend. She's been uh, very uh, great to serve me in some educational ways. It gives me some coaching. And I've had that, and it's been really nice. It's been a spiritual uh, endeavor, if you will. So she was explaining this to me the other night, right? Mm -hmm. And telling me about, we've got to beat them in the spiritual battle first. You need to be in the then prayer. Then change in the physical. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, to learn that and understand from, you know, the perspective and the meaning of that, you know, it starts with prayer. It starts at home. It starts with the Bible. And, but, because the Bible says all these things that are going to happen. Yes. In so, Matthew 24, in Revelation 6, and in uh, Revelation 13, and in Daniel 2. 13, this, 4, 5, and 6, I yes, believe. Yes, Revelation yes. 13, 14, yes. It actually talks about these clones, that the devil was going to deceive human beings to make images. And the devil will have the power to give breath to these images that they will be able to talk. So, so a lot of these people that are killing people are not really human. Because what human being locks up your family member in the hospital, refuses to give them ivermectin, and injects a poison in them that will kill them? Yeah. How come nobody has held Fauci accountable, even Wuhan accountable? Speaking of which, he just got on the camera recently and said those one million people who died, their deaths could have been avoided. Oh, they have the, he has the, the audacity. Their death could have been avoided. No, no, no. Their death could have been avoided if he did not come out in the beginning and say hydroxychloroquine doesn't work. Amen. And was taking it by himself, too. Their death could have been avoided if he did not pay off gain of function in Wuhan, China. So, Fauci, please. Fauci is just some demonic whatever. Whatever that he is, I am so sure that he's not a human being because... A human being cannot be that evil. Because you can date back Fauci to see what he did in HIV and how many people died just so that Fauci can wait and get money from HIV. Yeah. Yes. So do you think, what do you think the next step is? Where do you see us soon? I'm sorry. I didn't take that's over great. Here. No, no, no. That's, that's, all, that's perfect. Right now, I think it's just the calm before the storm. I'm a very spiritual person. The Lord showed me this battle from like, what, 2011? Last week, the Lord showed me that it was like, I had a dream. And there was another something released and people were very sick. This time it was more of more psychiatric and neurological. Mm. So something else is coming. I just know that. 
But we're ready because the only thing I tell people all the time, if you are not afraid to die, they can't cage you. Amen. You know what I'm saying? As a child of God, as a Christian, this thing that we put over, this earthly flesh that we put over, it's not our forever home. It's a skin suit. It's just a skin suit. So you should know that to die is gain. So you're not afraid to die. We are not trying to kill ourselves. We're not like looking for a death wish, but I just know that I live on this earth and I die when God wants me to die. And death is not a scary thing because I get to go home. You know what I'm saying? So when we realize that to die is gain and we, we will not be holding on to this flesh. You see 82, 90 year olds, they can barely breathe. They want to jab so they do not die. That's craziness. Please go home. But when people don't know where they are going, they don't have Jesus Christ as a lot of their lives, they don't know the Bible and know what is our redemption and don't understand the glory that comes after we die, living with the Father forever and being ruling and reigning and worshiping in heaven. When you don't know that, then you are scared. When you know that, you realize that I'm just passing by. <laughs> and when you know that you're just passing by, then they can't cage you. You understand? They only cage people that are afraid to die. You know, there's no better people that I could think of to be in the place of governance, like ministers that bear the sword mm -hmm. or judges or bearing the scepter mm -hmm. than people who have that attitude, that personality. Yes, yes. yes. That, that, that is perspective. why I said Christians go out and run for government, run for school board, be where they are, be right, be, let your fingers be into everything. Run for government, run for school board, run for superintendent, be, be right there, mayors, be right there, everywhere. We have to take over all the gates. We have to take over the political gates. We take over the spiritual gates, the economic gates. Go out there and do business. Do business kingdom way. Do you understand know what I'm saying? So that, because if you cannot take over the gates, they're going to legislate evil. Yeah. You see, the personal sins do not destroy a nation. It's legislated sin that destroys a nation. Policy sin. Do you understand know what I'm saying? The you evil see, and greed of man. You see, um, Ahab in the Bible was a very evil king. He had one wife, Jezebel. King David, a man after God's heart, <laughs> sin personally had all these women killed somebody to, and, took, and took their wife. But King David brought Israel into righteousness. So King David's personal sins did not bring Israel into sin. But Ahab's legislated sin brought the whole nation into wow, witchcraft. That's glorious. Wow. Nice. Thanks. Outstanding. So we, that's why we have to be in a position so that we can legislate righteousness. As it was legislated child. sin that put Daniel in the lion's den. So it was legislated sin that put Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the den of in, in the fiery furnace. I want more people to hear what we were talking about the other night. A very late conversation, and, and about you, you had great patience. Yeah. So we. Uh, will you expand on that a little bit? I'm so, I'm so sorry. It's not no, my interview. No, no, this is good. No, yeah, no, this, this is good. I, you see, I was telling <laughs> him the other day, I said, you know, and that was what my speech was all about today. I said, we need to recognize that there are two seats in the land. If you read in Daniel 2, from verse 42, 43, it talks about a time that's going to come. The last Daniel lived about 400, maybe 400 years before Christ. And Daniel uh, was a governor in Babylon. King Nebuchadnezzar had this dream. He saw this image of gold, silver, brass, and iron, and then the toes were iron mixed with clay. So Daniel interpreted the dream. And he said the toes of iron mixed with clay 
he described all of them as kingdoms that were coming. The head of gold was Nebuchadnezzar. The breast, the, the breast of silver was the Middle Persian kingdom that was coming. And of course, he described all that. But the last kingdom was going to be toes of iron mixed with clay. And he said something. He said, as iron mixes with clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of man. There shall be a mingled seed. That means iron will mingle with clay. When they mingle, you cannot tell the difference. That means we're going to have people that look like you and I that are not human. You know when the Lord showed me this? 2011. In 2011, we did a 100-day prayer program. Because we prayed continuously around the clock for 100 days, we accessed something in the spirit. On day 99, I had a dream. These people came into my compound and I was beating them, throwing them around. And they said, stop, don't beat us. We are genetically modified human beings. You cannot kill us. There are a lot of us around all over the place, all over the world. When it's our time, we will manifest. And from that day, I have sensed and discerned these people all over the world, wherever I've traveled. So they are in lockstep. They are everywhere. That is why you can see all governments making the most crazy decisions and locking down their people. You can see all governments just legislating and locking down people. And you're wondering, how could this be happening in Bahamas and happening in America and happening in, 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 in Venezuela? And happening, you know what I'm saying? Because these people have been sent, they have, they have been working on this on a long time, and they have their agents or their creatures all over the world. Transhuman. Transhumanists. They want to, no, it's not actually transhumanism. They want to put us through transhumanism okay. and make us become human cyborgs. But they themselves are not even human. The Bible says in Revelation 13 verse 14 that the devil was going to deceive the world, the people of the world, and they will make images unto the devil. And the devil will have power to give breath to these images. That these images will speak. So the devil has power to clone and then give breath to the clone. That the clone will talk just like you and I. The Bible says in, in Matthew 24, I think 37, that the last days are going to be like in the days of Noah. In the days of Noah, what was happening? There was human Nephilim. corruption, Nephilims. And that is what we're dealing with. If you listen to somebody like Yuval Harari Noah, he said something. He said, what are we going to do with humans? Or what do we need to do with so many humans? You know what he said? He sees us like livestock. No, he said that. Yeah, he actually said that. What do we do with so many humans? We're just going to give them drugs and video games. What does that mean? That means he himself is not even a human being. Because he talked about them. Separate. He, he, was, he didn't talk as if we were humans. He talked about them. He's gonna, he, we, should, we should just give them drugs and video games. So that means that them, he himself is a sapien. We are homo sapiens and he's a sapien. And until the homo sapiens <laughs> wake up and start praying and fighting and calling on God, the sapiens are going to take over. But thank God that we know the end of the story. At the end of the day, as these sapiens start going more and more and trying to corrupt all human beings, like in the days of Noah, God is not going to let them do this. God, they want to take our world and kick us out. They want to take over our world and kill us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They want, in fact, Yuval Noah said they are creating bodies and creating inert organisms that are not human and that we, they're not going to need us anymore. We're going to be useless feeders. So what's going to happen in the end? In the end, God is going to be like, you are not going to do this. God is going to come, rapture out his church, and it's going to be on and popping. The fireworks are going to be crazy.
I'm gonna they're going to throw down, they're going to blow up this wall, blow it up, scatter it, bury these people. You know, they will run into their tombs, they will run into their bunkers, and the, the earth hard. would, you know what's happening? The, the earth will just tell God, say, Father, it is time for you to let me deal with them. Like we dealt with Korah, Data, and Abiram. And the earth will open up and swallow them and take them to hell inside their bunkers. Totally complete. Well. And when that finishes, God will remodel the world. And then we're going to come back and we're going to live a 1,000 millennia year of peace. So, at the end of the day, if you're a child of God, if you're a Christian, your heart is right with God, either way you win. <laughs> I love it. I say this. You know, I like to add this. For the moment, before that happens, God doesn't want you to lean on the shovel and pray for a hole. Mm -mm. It's time to start digging, digging. patriots. Yeah. Yeah. Digging. So. That is why we need to take responsibility. Yeah. I tell people right now, stock of food, water, medicine, everything. Why? There's going to be a storm. The Bible says when you see the abomination full of uh, desolation in the holy place, run to the mountains. Now, I'm a gun rights activist Everybody as well. Everybody needs a mountain Amen. and Advocate. some guns. Yeah, so tell me about that. Recently. Tell me about that. Do, do you think that they're trying to, to legislate our guns away in order to accomplish gonna, an end goal? Tell me about that. How are they going to do that? Are they going to come take our guns away? Everybody needs to have food, water, and some guns. The, the only reason that they've not destroyed America like they destroyed Australia is because we have guns. 2A. <laughs> like they say, First Amendment is good, but the Second Amendment is there if the First Amendment doesn't work. <laughs> well, the First Amendment's already failing, so, so I certainly hope that we find a peaceful solution to those problems. We're not going to. You know, there's going to be a peaceful solution if we have revival. That's going to be the only peaceful solution. The devil never gives up territory. He will no. keep pushing. He will keep being just as evil as he is. The only thing that's going to push this back is revival. When the church or when people, the sapiens, the, the homo sapiens, the human beings, get on their face and cry out to God and say, God, we cannot handle these demons anymore. We need you. When they do that, there's going to be a revival. And then God is going to get up in heaven, like they say in Psalm 18, and do this. Breath and then demons will be blown away. <laughs> <laughs> hey. well, I love it. I love it. You know, I say right? that. I always say and this. Blessed breath of his nostril. I'm excited because I know that and, Hallelujah. <laughs> in this country, we, we kill corrupt politicians with prayer. Amen. Amen. So, run for politics. Make sure that we're in everywhere. And we're going to take over. But most importantly, we have to pray. And we're going to pray and pray and pray and pray. Can we pray now? Until we break it. So I just want to thank you, Lord, for everybody listening to the sound of my voice. Father, we pray that the Spirit of God will start moving in our hearts, in our lives, in our nation, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I tear the veil of darkness over the minds of everyone listening to the sound of my voice. Father, I stand, O oh God, as a prophet of God to the nations, and I say, Lord, forgive me for my own sins in any way that I've fallen short of your glory. Lord, I stand in the gap, O oh God, as a messenger of reconciliation. I come right now, oh God, to the courtroom of heaven and I stand on behalf of our nation. I say, Lord, have mercy on us. Father, Lord, have mercy. Let your blood, let the blood of Jesus be released all over this nation and let it begin to cry out against every demonic voice, against every blood that is crying out against our nation in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, oh God, you said in your word that we should not give you peace or rest until you make America a place of praise again. Father, I pray that the scepter upon this nation that was supposed to be a light to the world, a light that took, took your gospel to the ends of the earth, oh God. 
that that scepter will not leave our nation in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, oh God, that even not for our sake, Father, remember, remember the Americans that died in the jungles of Africa, in the jungles of Asia, in the jungles of South America, taking the gospel, oh God, to the ends of the earth. Father, you said, oh God, that the blessing of righteousness is visited to a thousand generations. For their sake, oh God, remember us and come and deliver us. Remember us, oh God, and come and release revival. Draw us back to you. Your word says, if you don't draw us, we cannot come. Spirit of the living God, be released over our nation and draw the people's hearts back to you, oh God. Because we know, Father, that if you draw us back to you, oh God, we will stand as a mighty army. Lord, bring us out of the valley of dry bones. Breathe on us again so we will rise up as a mighty army to destroy the evil that's about to destroy our world in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your hand of protection upon all the patriots that are fighting this battle drawing every one of them, introducing yourself to them, oh God, that they will know you, not just as God, but as Lord and Savior. Father, I thank you for this conference, for this work that we're doing, oh Lord, and that your hand of mercy will be upon every one of us in the name of Jesus. Lord, that everyone that's listening to the sound of my voice, that the veil will come off their minds, oh God, that the light of God will begin to shine and your revival and your fire will be released upon them in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. So powerful. Thank you. God. Bless the Stella, Lord. Amen. Thank you. Now, okay, that, that's the end of that. Oh, what an amazing opportunity. Amen. Uh, and we'll see you guys soon.